0: Indiana Runner podcast season four, episode 14. Whitney Bevins and I preview the HCC preview that she's going to coach as the Westfield uh, girls coach this week and then talk about some of her coaching philosophies and other things related to the state. Let's get it. Right. We're getting ready for the next big drop. This one in temperature. Colin Altavote and Whitney Bevins on the Indiana Runner podcast. It's really, really warm today, Whitney. Although I thought it was a manageable 92 degrees.
1: It was. Yeah, especially by the time we practiced this afternoon, we were we had some cloud cover and it wasn't it wasn't bad at all.
0: Did you did you run today? We did. How much yeah, m- did, did you definitely. personally run?
1: Oh, did I? I remember yes. with the girls
0: yeah yeah how much did you run how many minutes minutes did you keep track of it
1: uh probably about 25 minutes
0: okay i ran for 42 minutes and 52 seconds well done no big deal uh i i do i did tell our boys so i coached the boys at carmel you coached the girls at westfield
1: yes background
0: i guess i shouldn't assume that everybody listening to this podcast knows that um they should they should well we both work with high schoolers there's a lot of things they should know Whitney. <laughs> Maybe they don't. Um, I told them, the, you know, the, actually the best preparation for one meet would probably be a lot of really warm days. Mm-hmm. And then right before the meet, it drops down to be much cooler. So your your body's kind of used to that warmer 85, yep. 90 degrees. And that's what we're getting. So we'll see. We'll see this weekend. And then the, the meet we're going to preview, the HCC, the Hoosier Crossroads Conference, and that provides a high level of competition and on a fast course. So this could be potentially the perfect storm for huge performances or, or fast times for whatever that means in cross country.
1: Right. And we're, yeah, we're excited about it. It's uh, you know, we wish we kind of wish Carmel was there, but that's, that's neither here nor there at this point.
0: Well, I don't know who we is, but we did send our application. <laughs> so it sounds like maybe that got lost in the mail. The mail service has not been good since like uh, I don't know, 2016 or something. I don't know maybe. if anything happened on the federal level in 2016. But um, yeah, so maybe maybe in the future, or we could just go to all the same meets all the other weeks, I guess.
1: Right, which uh, we pretty much do. Yeah.
0: The HCC Girls Field, two of the top five teams, four of the top 10 In seven of the top 25, so the penultimate team, the second-to-last-place finishing team is going to be a ranked team at this meet. And then individually, um, maybe not quite as strong as the boys' meet, but on the girls' side, five of the eight teams are projected to make the state meet. Mm
1: -hmm. So it's
0: going to be a strong meet.
1: Always, yeah, always is.
0: On the boys' side, maybe even a little stronger, two of the top five, four of the top 10, and seven of the top 20 – And actually, I think it's two of the top four and four of the top seven. But I always get on Taylor's case about like, hey, this team had five in the top 16. And you're like, well, top 16 isn't a thing. So I want to do more round numbers. Um, On on the individual side, five of the top 20 individuals on INCC stats are going to be in this race. Yes. So this is going to be, I mean, other than Let's. I mean, let's kind of no no bad ideas in a brainstorm here. Let's brainstorm. What are the other, what are the other regular season meets that are go, that are going to have this high level of a competition? Brown County.
1: Yeah, I would say Brown County. Uh, with we had CN. I mean, for Flash Rock. I mean, without yeah, you know, I guess without you Flash guys, Flash Rock.
0: Except some of the teams didn't run their best kids, right?
1: Right. Yeah. North Central. Um.
0: Zionsville. Um,
1: yeah, so we'll see Zionsville up this weekend. I think everybody runs up at conference. Uh, so yeah, I mean
0: you you kinda up. that's an expectation, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I think I'm cool. yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: I guess the Laverne Twilight Meet. I mean yeah, the girls side I, that'll have that
1: don't theoretically it mean,
0: should have Columbus North, Noblesville, Carmel.
1: Yep. We 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 go there, but I didn't I didn't race my uh, top girls last year. Um, and undecided currently on that.
0: Well, don't 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 look for last year's bird in this year's nest. Wait, don't look for this year's bird in last year's nest. It's from Don Quixote. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's go through the mock meet. So here's what I did.
1: Okay.
0: I went through INCC stats. Now INCC stats has uh, has taken out has eliminated any runner that has yet to run this season. So if a runner were to yep. run this season that were to run tomorrow for the first Thank time in her season or his season, uh, that could change this just theoretically.
1: Yeah. Hypothetically, I wonder, I wonder who we could uh, talk about with that situation. Call. Well,
0: that's up to you. Um, here's what I got. Then, And I took the season average, which at this point, I, I don't know if it's taking the preseason into account. If it is, it's minimal. Okay. First noblesville 35 points. Second, Hamilton Southeastern, 70. Third, yep. Franklin Central, 100. Fourth, Zionsville, 102. So those are the top four. Yep. And then the next four, Brownsburg, 123. Westfield, 130. Avon, 139. And Fishers, 212. What sticks out to you in reading through just that kind of mock me of the things uh, you want to talk about?
1: I mean, I just... I mean, kind of consistent with the season. I mean, Noblesville Noblesville's been dominant all season. Um, you know, again on Saturday I don't really see any reason why um they kind of wouldn't continue running as well as they have um, in this conference even. Um, you know, I just don't yeah, I just don't see really anybody kind of kind of climbing close to them. They kind Saturday. of seem
0: like they're on their own tier.
1: Yeah. I yeah, mean, we, we would be
0: their their performance could vary right these are high school kids and athletics varies and you know you might get shut out 24 nothing in jacksonville who knows but like we would be very surprised if noblesville girls didn't win right
1: right yeah and they're so deep i mean they're just deep this year um
0: and you can run it, 12
1: yeah yes we run 12 um again nadia perez is at a standout season coming off a really great track season um You know, uh, Ansley getting Ansley um, Applegate in, uh, along with her sister, Kennedy. I mean, yeah, Brinkley Cooper, Summer repeat. I mean, they're just in. um, Yeah, they're loaded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, is it a lock? I think so.
0: And then HSE kind of feels like maybe they're on their own tier. Like Noblesville is a state title contender. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're the favorite. I wouldn't pick Noblesville to win but they certainly could win. Sure. HSC is like, they're probably not a contender, but they're, are they, a like, are they a likely, would you say they're a likely podium team or they're a podium contender?
1: I think they're, the way they I mean, I guess consistently this season, they're a podium contender, or I would say a lock on the podium. Um, the way they've been performing in Maggie Powers Again, stepping up big time from track. She had a really good track season, but in uh, that junior class, like a, those, you know, again, all of them in the HCC coming off a track have just run really well. Hedgedus, Powers, um, it's Perez – I should know. It's Perez a senior junior? Um, but, yeah, a lot of those I don't girls, think they have
0: any seniors over there, do they? Um, well? It's
1: a fair – well, yeah, Rempe, Summer Summer's a senior.
0: Okay, so they have one. Yep. Maybe – Yeah. Okay, so let's let's consider fifty percent to be likely. Above fifty percent is likely, right? We'll just use that as the cutoff. Uh, Hamilton Southeastern, according to INCC stats, sixty point seven percent chance to finish in the top five. At this point, now we're still what? Saturday is five weeks away from the state meet.
1: Yep.
0: Five weeks is a lot of time. Sure. In athletics, in high school athletics, adolescents, right? Right. But. There seems to be a bit of a gap, I think, between Homestead, Carmel, HSC, and then the next teams, the next tier of teams, which is North Central, Concordia, Floyd, Franklin, Central, Zionsville, Westfield, Valpo, you know, those kind of teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, this early on, um, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, look at last year, we saw, you know, teams that were consistently ranked in the top five. not not on the podium so i, I well never... hsc
0: was the team that we like i think i wrote the the well i mean i know i wrote the article but i think i wrote in the article for the girl state preview like here are all the podium contenders and i didn't even put hsc as one of them and then they finished in the top five
1: right um you know and again i'm never going to count anybody out because you know i'm i guess i always think of teams maybe doing phenomenally like in august you know they've got to make it through the end of october right uh, you know, to kind of see what happens there. Um, again, Powers has been fairly consistent, um, running around late 1830 all year, which is great for them as a lead, as a front runner. But um, you know, but they kind of need their four or five to be consistent.
0: And then, to me, the next tier is kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna do two and a half, and you can say as much or as little as you want on this, because the awkward part of this is that. Uh, The media for high school distance running are also the coaches. So uh, I'd say Franklin Central, Zionsville, and then Westfield with an asterisk.
1: Yep. So
0: Franklin Central ranked ninth on INCC stat. Zionsville ranked 10th. Westfield ranked much lower than that. But Mm -hmm. Westfield has a runner that hasn't run yet. Yep. And if she were to run, that would make, you know, we're talking about an athlete that was 27th last year at the state meet. Yes. Yes. So, anywhere close to that would, you know, that that might save Westfield 130 in the mock meet. Her coming in saves between 30 and 40 points, and 130 minus 30 is 100, and that's what Franklin Central was. So,
1: great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And she, yeah, coming again, coming off a great track season, similar to all those girls uh, Powers, Hesitus, who she ran against, and Perez consistently. um, I, put her right up there. Now, again, whether we can kind of get her there by the end of the season, that's unknown. Um, Is she running on Saturday? Yes. That's not, you know, come Saturday, that's not going to be a surprise. So yes, uh, Liz is going to be running for us on Saturday. Um, You know, that I I put no expectations on her. I don't want her, you know, feel a lot of pressure there, but just excited to get her back out with a uniform on.
0: And then, you know, a lot of these teams, we said seven in the top 25. Mm-hmm. but many of them are in the same semi-state. So not yeah. all of these teams are going to make the state meet, even though in the other semi-states they would, right? Right. So now Westfield, your team on INCC stats, has a 7.6% chance to win the state meet. But again, your best runner hasn't run all year. Right. So that's going to shift when she starts to race, and you confirm she's going to run on Saturday. Yes then the next tier of teams to me are the like kind of central Indiana state meet hopefuls. And that'd be Brownsburg and Avon mm-hmm. and Westfield in that mix sure. without your number one runner. Yeah. Um, or if your number one runner comes back and isn't in the top five, I, I, that's that to me seems unlikely. Right. Based on what I know. Um, Brownsburg right now on INCC stats, 43 percent chance to make the state meet and that would go down if a team behind them added in an all-state level runner right and avon 6.6 percent chance to make the state meet so brownsburg a much better chance to make the state meet even though in the mock meet here they're only 16 points ahead of avon
1: yes Cause yeah, I mean, I think, I think you've got, okay. So Browns being led by two fresh or, you know, two freshmen right now who, as we, you know, I think freshmen are kind of learning every time they race. Um, and those girls are doing a great job of kind of leading their team. Um, so I, you know, is, is assuming, you know, Brownsburg can kind of get those two girls through the next several weeks healthy and, and progressing. I think they're going to keep learning and hopefully just, you know, continue to improve. Um, and Saturday's another, another test of that um you know so i feel like they're kind of an unknown as those two girls are kind of just navigating high school cross-country um fc i you know and so it's interesting right i guess for me it's interesting colin because so within the girls hcc we have uh three iu iu alum um that ran there: uh coach julie shields coach matt sweetman and myself um so it's kind of an interesting little interesting little
0: were you all on the team at the same time too yes oh wow
1: yeah so it's a little interesting like iu uh, alumni battle if you will um although i respect them both as, as coaches um but it's still fun little i think m- maybe not for them i guess for me it is.
0: franklin central 90 percent right now so they're i mean that's i know you came from the lidskin school of thought but that's 90 is pretty close to being to being a lock yep. avon's got the front running but their percentage chance is a lot lower, um, for to, to make it out of the semi state. But Avon has an advantage that, say, the other teams, Garen, Chattard, Cathedral, don't have, which is their guaranteed advancement through, so they can do whatever they want, right? In the first two rounds and really kind of point to one direction. So, you mentioned that Brownsburg's got those two freshmen, and we talked about. Saturday is four weeks away from the semi-state and five weeks away from the state meet. Yes. And like, when you're a freshman in high school, you're learning a lot on a daily and a weekly basis. Now our experiences differ in the sense that you have for the most part been a girls coach. And I have for the most part been a boys coach. Yes. But you've also been a boys coach and I've also been a girls coach, Sure. but for the majority of time, and I've said that I, in my experience, that there's more progress throughout the season from older boys that have been able to run and train more. So our, where I coach, our juniors and senior boys that might be running sure. 50 to 60 miles a week, I think those guys are actually going to progress better from late August to late October than a freshman boy that maybe is our eighth boy at the first meet do you think that's the opposite on the girls side do you think Um, the girls are going to progress more as they learn more or would you rather have someone that's gotten in a good amount of training and has run more volume
1: I think with girls I'm going to go it's more similar I think you have to be careful with freshman girls because you're adding on even if it's even if you're a low mileage program right you're Adding on a lot more to these freshman girls from the coming up from middle school, um, and I think it's important to recognize, you know, again they're jumping, they're making that jump as our boys from three k to five k, um, and just being careful getting them, you know, assuming and the hope is all the way through October, and you know handling handling more racing, uh, handling increased distance and increased training. Um, again, not that they can't handle it, but I think just being as a coach of girls, being careful that, um, they can handle that increased load and distance, um, all the way through, uh, let's call it June through October. Um, so I think that's just more being mindful as a coach of kind of, kind of what you're doing with some of those younger, younger girls coming in.
0: So you think there's more upside to a junior or senior with more experience and more training in October? you put more stock in them running really well later in the season.
1: Yes. Yeah. If, yeah. Assuming. Yeah. If I'm not yet, if I'm not careful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean that you and I know each other decently. Well, that kind of meshes with a lot of my philosophies in that the girls and the boys really aren't all that different. I think mm-hmm. one of the differences is how we treat high school boys or high school girls or how we treat, you know, adult mm-hmm. men versus adult women. Sure. Um, and yeah, I'll, you and I can go over the at uh, Coach's Lunch. I don't need to lay on the <laughs> podcast with all of my ultra-left feminist beliefs that I harbor. Um, okay, boys mock me. Number one, Zionsville, 43. Number two, Noblesville, 52. Number three, Franklin Central, 80. Number four, Fishers, 83. That's the top half. And then there's a pretty big cutoff here. To fifth, Hamilton Southeastern, 142. Sixth, Brownsburg, 151, seventh, Westfield, 165, and 8th, Avon 194. What on that sticks out to you?
1: Um, so I think just the individuals in the um, so a lot of these, a lot of these teams at HCC are led by uh and not all, but a fairly like a senior. Um kind of got a senior up top. Now again, Fisher's kind of being the exception um with with their with their top sophomore um and then um just uh, on the boys side really young teams I think just across the board yeah, on the, surprisingly
0: yeah. young the boys teams yeah. may be younger than the girls teams
1: yes I agree. won't go on
0: my whole thing about that but yes
1: yeah um yeah throughout the HCC fairly young teams um so I again kind of re- I just think it's going to be interesting in a couple years to see what develops uh, in the ACC amongst all these teams.
0: So five teams projected to make the state meet, and those would be the top five. Zionsville, Noblesville, Franklin Central, Fishers, HSE. And on the boys' side in the in that, that Shelbyville semi-state, the, the Central Indiana semi-state, mm-hmm. the sixth are like all locks. Like the sixth place team in the semi-state, it might be Franklin Central. And I think they all have over a 90% chance to make the state meet.
1: Yeah, but like they're they're pretty consistent. Um I think in that lower that lower half, like H to C, Brownsburg, Westfield, Avon, I think only one team has a sub sixteen guy. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that's Avon only has so, one. So but, far. Yeah, right, right, yeah, as of now. So it's you know, yeah, pretty I think pretty similar looking teams. Um as of as of now across the board.
0: Noblesville girls, number one in the mock meet. And they have half the number of points of the next team, right? Thirty-five to seventy. Mm-hmm. Zionsville boys number one in the mock meet. I, I, I don't know if they're ranked second in the polls. I, I imagine they are because they beat Columbus North. Columbus North is number two on INCC stats, but I think Zionsville number two on Indiana Runner and, and number two in the coaches' poll. Although I mean, who cares about the coaches' poll? But, <laughs> but we wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I, I might be mildly surprised, but we wouldn't be shocked if Noblesville beat Zionsville boys, right? Come again. We, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be shocked if Noblesville beat Zionsville on the boys team score. No. Based on how close that is.
1: No. I mean, it's in a, you know on home court. I mean, home course. We've all raced there enough to, but it's still it's Noblesville's home course. Um, right. On a good day, no, they've kind of definitely, ha- I think, have the advantage.
0: I, I think Zionsville will win, but I think this meet is a good test of like Zionsville ran really, really well at that Brown County meet and had a team rating under a hundred, which put them in very elite company in terms of teams with under a hundred rating. And it was far enough under a hundred that that's, you know, how things like adjust over time. And even like at the end of the year, some things adjust and the ratings switch a little bit, Yeah, but they were far enough under a hundred that that's going to stick. I think this meet goes a long way to see, okay, how legitimate is Zion, are the Zionsville boys? Like, are are they, you know, their fifth runner beat the number one team's fifth runner and their fourth runner finished right next to the number one team's fourth runner at the Brown County meet? Like, are they a legitimate title contender? Are they more of like, they'll be happy to get on the podium? And I think this, this meet goes a long way to, to figuring that out.
1: No, yeah, I agree. And this, uh, again, so far in this season, they've had four guys go under 16. Which, again, in this conference,
0: I think they had five at Brown County.
1: They've okay. Yeah, I remember. four. Did. My notes, yeah, my notes will be off. Um, but yeah, again, that's in this conference, right? As of right now, that's their – yeah, they're kind of I think I wouldn't call it a lock, but pretty pretty solid.
0: And uh, you were at, you were at that Brown County meeting. I mean, it was nice. It hadn't it hadn't rained for a while, right? So the the footing is excellent. The ground yes. is packed down but it was not, it was not cold.
1: No, no. <laughs> I mean, I was definitely, again, it was, it was tolerable for those, for those two varsity races, I think early on, but it was not even, even that early. It was not, you know, it was not cool. I mean, but footing at Brown County, we know is, is critical. Uh, it had not rained. So there was the advantage of having at least a dry course.
0: Right. And the, that Noblesville course and the Brown County course to me are like really similar, right. Mm-hmm. They each have that. I mean, you know, if you went to school in Bloomington, you'd probably smack somebody for calling that a hill. But they each have that kind of, like, small hill. It's like a two-loop thing. You do it twice. Yep. They're very, very similar courses. And then after Zionsville and Noblesville, we think that's kind of the first tier. Franklin Central and Fishers are both, like, fringe podium teams, right? Possible yep. podium teams. And that's, you know, four of the four teams that could finish in the top five at the state meet. I don't think all four of them will. No, you've, you've got Carmel and you've got Columbus North That's who are perfect. very likely to finish in the top yes. five, but it's a pretty competitive conference. I can see why a school might, you know, ask to join that conference like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We sh- they should, uh, anybody looking for a conference out there. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll consider you.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, not, not consider it too hard, but yeah, sure. <laughs> um, you are a coach in the HCC, which some of us would like to be, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of emphasis do you place on this meet as the coach?
1: uh it's it's a good read i mean again it certainly there's kind of the uh, emphasis from i think the school perspective you know the school puts a lot of stock into the conference in general uh, uh, on all the sports um so we look at it as a, a competitive meet from that standpoint um you know as a coach and as, as a school we're getting kind of ranked monthly um how we perform in the hcc again across the board in all the fall sports winter and then spring um, you know, so as a coach, I, I want to perform. well. Oh, you know, that's, I, I want that for the school and the team. I think it's a good kind of middle of the season guide or look of kind of where you're at. Right. So at postseason is as of now, four weeks in a row of let's call it somewhat highly competitive, you know, races, depending on where you're at in the state. Um, you know, so the HCC for us falls and, you know, anybody in the HCC falls after, let's call it three relatively big meets if you're at Brown County, Flash Rock, and then HCC. So it's a good kind of replication of potentially what the postseason looks like. You know, so you're racing a really big meet in your third week of kind of racing uh, of two other big tournaments. Um, So I think it's a good gauge on that sense of how your kids are handling uh, bigger meets week after week. Um, It's, I think, a good gauge of kind of where your team is at you know, times are times important. I think it's a good gauge of kind of where your your team is at, especially noblesville's is a fast course. So you kind of hope to run a fast time, I think at conference, at least for us, um, you know, maybe again, relative to Flash Rock um, to kind of get that confidence and motivation going into postseason.
0: So you brought up times, like how much did times matter and how much, Time do you spend trying to convince your athletes that it's not that important?
1: We spend really very little time talking about time. Um, I mean, in our sport, I think it's it's yeah. I mean, a lot of kids, you know, look for PRs and season best right? So it's you can't go away from it. Um, so I think as a coach, I don't talk about it a whole lot. Um, but you know, there's hope that kind of it's a maybe a, a guide, a little bit of maybe where your training's falling. Um, I mean, kind of hope to see, again you know, on a faster course, mid, late September, you know, that your kids are improving maybe. Um, and for them too, it's again, kind of confidence. Um, it helps them kind of buy into the training you're doing if they're seeing progress. Um, and this is a good course to kind of, I think, gauge that. Um, so but again, go ahead.
0: Let's, let's go the opposite route. Let's say I'm a, I'm a kid on your team and I'm one of your difference makers. So I, I typically score. And we went to Brown County and it was a decent temperature Mm -hmm. and the, um, the ground was good. The footing was good. And I ran a certain time at Brown County. Let's I don't know, 2003. Okay. I'm just making this up. So if I like nailed like one of your girls or whatever on the time, like, let's not worry about that. So I ran 2003 and then the next week at flash rock, I ran 2021. Sure. And I come up to you on Monday and I'm like, uh, I'm getting slower. What's wrong? What do you say to me?
1: We we talked throughout. I think we talked. Well, what I would do is, I mean, say you're not getting slower. I think but you- I
0: ran, but I ran 2003 and then I ran 2021. So my, my dad said that's, I'm, I'm getting slower and he doesn't get it. And I don't get it either.
1: Well, flat grass, generally a little more challenging for us. It's a warm day. Uh, we're in the middle of kind of peak of our training. So you're a little bit fatigued. Um, and I, you know, it's homecoming week for us. So, you know, let's, there's a lot of other stressors going on. Um, so I, I try to talk. them. Is it time to-
0: for me to back off my training? Cause I feel like maybe if I'm <laughs> tired and I'm running slower, that's not, that's not good.
1: No, nope, we're going to keep pushing. Um, And that's part of cross country. You're going to be a little bit tired and you're not going to race fresh for a few more weeks.
0: Okay. I'll run that by my parents. Thanks.
1: (laughs) And they can, they can call me.
0: (laughs) I can tell you, we can tell both of us have had this conversation before. (laughs) We got a, we got a few minutes to go here. You want to do coaches corner. What do you, what do you guys, how open do you want to be? What are you guys doing with your training this week to get ready for the Hoosier crossroads conference with eight teams and definitely not 10.
1: Uh, I think after, after last week, this is a big assessment week for me of just kind of where my girls are at and not necessarily even with training, but, um, as mm-hmm. a team, where are we at culturally, where are we at as a group? What do we need? Um, you know, I've been fairly intense this year compared to last year. And so, you know, kind of a regroup for me as a coach of, again, this is kind of a, a big push into right before we head into post-season, what do, what do my kids need? And, and again, I'm, I mean that and not necessarily a training standpoint. Um, you know, so just again, probably for me being a little bit more positive, um, looking at things we've done well, things we need to work on and improve on in racing and in practice, um, and 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 kind of emphasizing those tools and skills going into into this into this race.
0: You said being a little more intense, do you feel like you're more do you feel like you're more in this is your second year as the head coach yes and then you did one year as two scott's assistant two years as scott's assistant yep before that so do you do you feel like do you feel like you've got a a longer runway do you feel like you've got more support to maybe be more intense in your second year
1: um i think more intense in the fact that just you know, I think culturally, I'm still kind of figuring out, we've got a, just a different group of girls this year, different dynamic personalities. Um, I think we're, have just been a little bit more challenging. Um, so I think intense, I mean, more of feel like I've just had to be more of like, I don't, can't think more of like, I guess just disciplinary and, and keeping us focused uh, than last year.
0: Do you think you're more hands-on than you were last year? Mm, that's
1: a, no, no. Okay. Mm-mm. No, same. I think just, um, approaching, you know, just different, just a different team this year. And I feel like, you know, and again, Lidskin, who I talk to quite regularly, you know, is, and I think we all feel that way. I, maybe you feel the same that kids year to year, you're going to just have like a different group. And some years you're going to have to approach your team differently than you did in a past year or you. So I feel like just this year, I've had to be a little bit more, um, just kind of, on the girls a little bit just to keep them on task and focused
0: so the last year that scott was the coach and and shane scott was a coach forever and then and then shane moore was the coach and then scott came back and did it for a couple years two or three years
1: yes and then
0: and and then you last year was your first year yep so the last year that's that lidskin was the head coach i think the top seven were all seniors, or maybe like six or seven were seniors?
1: Yes, uh, going, yeah, so regionals, uh, yes, regional, he chose seven seniors, um, and otherwise it would have been, it would have been a freshman. Um, I think we kind of had two freshmen. It was an interesting group. Um, I think he decided to go with the seven seniors. Part of it is a, you know, for the, the right. fact, yeah because it was 17 years. the symbolism
0: right? of it right yeah
1: the symbol thank you so um, all
0: of those girls graduate and then yes. you become the head coach next year and yet uh, at times you're ranked third in the state and you you were eighth at the state meet right
1: yes
0: but at times we're as as high as third and we're right in that mix of like between third and 12th of the state meet was like i don't know four points or something right yes so how the heck does that happen
1: how does what? Well, how do we get? Or how? Yeah, do we, I mean, how, how
0: do you how do you go from graduating all of your kids from a team that was like didn't make it out of the regional to eighth at the state meet and very nearly third?
1: Uh, believing, probably not a good answer
0: for that. But no, why? believing.
1: I mean, I I I knew. I just knew. Um, it's hard to explain. I like I'm an empath. I kind of like sense things. I guess. Um, I believed, and and training was different. I think Scott had kind of been a little bit more conservative in his last couple of years. Uh, And I recognize that. And so I definitely stepped things up in my first year and as well as this year compared to kind of, I think some of the training he had done um, in his, in the last, let's call the two years as his assistant, and even relative, like he was far more conservative in his last couple of years compared to even when I think I was an athlete for him. You know, I, you know, and I saw that. So, and a big thing I changed too was groups um, he kind of I think had the kind of very, very set groups of girls, and I allow my girls a little bit more flexibility in terms of pushing the pace and breaking free from feeling like they're stuck in these boundaries. Um, so that was a big a big change for me going in my first year and continuing this year.
0: How big too, is, and we got just a couple minutes left. but you know, with Scott had taken a couple had taken steps back, right? Yep. for years for for family considerations mm-hmm. um which we're all under at some point sure and like how big is the continuity of you're there to work with them all year because you do you do cross country and track
1: yes uh and he was there for me you know for all year um it you know when he back again long time ago um for me it's important you know i don't know about the girls um i guess i can't speak necessarily what their preference would be um for me, it's my preference, um, especially as a new coach. i I need to learn how to train them kind of year round um, before I think I would feel comfortable maybe handing them off in a track, in a track setting. Um, but I want to be there. I want to see I don't want to leave for six months. I you know, I feel like a lot of progress. i'm I'm missing after after that point. Um, and I need that as a head coach, as a as a new coach. Um, I want to know what they're doing in track so I can carry that forward into the cross country and summer training. Sure. So I, I assume you, you feel similar.
0: Yes. Which is why I do it all year too. And I think, you know, over, over the course of many moons, many years, right. We're, we're at a really good point in our program where I'm at the point now, where what I, what I say, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to run it by the guys. I I know these guys really well. A lot of them might coach their older brothers. Yeah. Um, and there's kind of an understanding of, well, the coach is giving a lot of effort and in individualizing this for us. So we're going to do what he says and,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not, you know, if I say it, then, then we're going to do it.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that continuity. Um, you know especially again i can again i can't speak boys as much but with girls like kind of just their injury patterns and or you know you don't hope, you hope there's no patterns but um right you can gauge right if somebody's right. having an training level
0: track, training age
1: right um you know kind of how much to push in in cross country versus you know how how will they handle the track season
0: right uh, how much they can run all that kind of stuff at yeah. all It all ties together and it doesn't change because the races are slightly shorter they're on a different surface. So, all right, well, we're into our last minute here, according to uh, the zoom free plan. So any, any last, any last 10 second things, anything you're looking forward to Saturday other than the lower temperatures?
1: No, I I think I'm excited for, you know, I'm biased, right? Like shout out Westville cross country. Um, I think both Westville teams have had some uh, little Nixon uh, you know, I, I I hope both both teams, um, boys and girls, side are you know are gonna uh, represent higher than they're currently ranked. So sure. So that's what I hope. Right. To see.
0: Well, hey, thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you for having Good me. Good luck on.
0: Saturday. I'm sure I'll Thank talk to you. Thank you. Like on likewise
1: at Golden Bear.
0: Yes, can't wait. All right, thanks, Witt.
1: and then I started to say, great. Right.